0: It's very, very rewarding because it's monthly recurring revenue. And my churn rate is less than 20%, probably one of the lowest in churn rate for affiliates, but it's monthly recurring and it just keeps increasing.
1: We went from you know just making about $500 to $1,000 a month to like $20,000 per month using that model in a very short amount of time.
0: SEO is, is a full-time gain, but you can fumble like I did and still replace an income, and get started.
2: If you want to build a legitimate, profitable online business without shiny objects, without the hypey gimmicks, and without the stress and overwhelm, if you want to make more money without having to be present online all day, every day, pumping out content that nobody sees, and hustling DMs to generate leads and sales, then this is the place for you. Welcome to the Digital Trailblazer podcast, your online business university, where you'll learn how ordinary people start from ground zero with no influence, no email list or audience to sell to, and no business or marketing experience, and go from working nine to five jobs to building successful six and seven figure online businesses and all the steps in between. Learn the strategies that worked and what didn't, learn the mistakes that they made and how to avoid them, and then learn their plans for scaling their businesses and taking things to the next level all so that you can build your business faster and easier and make more money without sacrificing the things that are important to you in your life. I'm your host, Leah Ray Getz, and with me is my husband, Todd. Now, let's get to it with today's guest. Welcome, Pamela. I am so excited to have you here today. Why don't you go ahead, introduce yourself to our audience, and let them know what you're all about. Well, it's so great to be here. My name is Paula Dale, and I'm known as your GHL
0: gal. So I was a small town farm girl, and I love the idea of just getting to know people and working with them, just like a gal would, just like your friend. And I help business owners simplify their tech stack, make more money using software and creating monthly recurring revenue streams. I've been on this path to help myself and other women make money for most of my life. And it's been an excellent journey that's landed me here
2: talking with you all. And you're, you've got quite a story because you started in Canada and now you're able to have the freedom to be anywhere. So where are you now? So I'm in Mazatlan, Mexico, and we move around about every six months or so. We choose
0: another city. So we're very fortunate. I've engineered my life this way. I chose to start a business out of pure desperation and ended up wanting to really engineer what it is that I wanted to do and how I wanted to live my life. So I've chosen to restructure the business many times to continue to do that.
1: So can you tell us a little bit more of the story about where you were when you started out? Like, what were you doing when you decided to, to build a business? Like, what was it that, that gave you that spark to, or, or that desperation, right, to, to finally take that leap?
0: It really was desperation, honestly. So I was... Pregnant at 17, I'm tell you a bit of a story, and started raising my child and just barely got out of high school and providing for a family as a single mom, I knew that I needed to find a career that would really allow me to do more than just any most uneducated jobs. So I got into sales because I could then be in control of my own income and destiny. And that was always a theme that I wanted. So I was in sales and be bopping around, and somebody one day decided to ask me, "Would you like to go to Korea to teach English?" And I said, "Who are you talking? Do you know? I don't. I don't have a degree. I can't get in that country. I don't know. I don't even know where it is on the map, right? I'm kind of a small town farm girl, and I said no, which is the first time I'd probably ever said no in my life. But two or three weeks or months later, I can't remember exactly, they came back to me and said, um we think you'd be a really great fit for this, would you consider going to Korea? And I said, how much money am I going to be able to make? And they said, $40 forty US an hour. I said, I mean, I, <laughs> I'd never made that much money in my life. It was hourly. I was like, okay, let me give this a whirl. So I end up over in Korea. And where this really started was coming back, coming back to Canada, looking at getting another job. And I thought, I was going to die. I felt so constricted. What I'd been able to accomplish over in Korea was build a private tutoring company that was so successful and so famous that was known as the Queen of Daejeon, which was the city that we were in, and really was able to accomplish something. Being over there on my own, in Korea, if you're familiar, the the language, the culture is so different than the Canadian culture. And I was able to actually thrive and like survive and thrive. So when I came back, I had a level of confidence I'd never had in my life and a level of frustration I'd never had in my life. And I thought, well, what can I do? And I thought, well, 2017, what about teaching English online? I'm thinking to myself, right? The most I could get an hour that people would pay over there in Canada was $25 an hour. So I thought, okay, let me start. Let me try. And that really started me on the journey of trying to figure out a way to make more money online. And then it just, there's a thousand more stories if you want them. But that was really the catalyst was I was so different coming back into the Canadian environment with a passion and a drive that you have in Korea that is not seen over in Canada, I was vibrating at a level of 20 when most people are at a two and just like, go, go, go. I couldn't quite sit still. So
2: I was just on this hunt to do something different. I love that. And I can so resonate. I think a lot of entrepreneurs, that story resonates in some way mm-hmm. that they, they started down one path and then realized this this doesn't quite fit. This this isn't where I am. And I know for for myself, I realized... I worked too hard to work for someone else. Right. And I was in sales and every time I hit the goal, they moved the
0: goal on me. <laughs> I hated that. And they would cut the income back. They would all of those things. And it was like, Oh, I don't I don't think so, sir. We're <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you, but we've got to find something different. <laughs>
2: Yeah. I love it. I, I love the your just Canadian politeness. And so for the listeners here, I'm from just south of Canada in Minnesota. And so my I don't have much of a Minnesota accent yet anymore, but I apologize if it comes out more. But we have um it's really funny when we first connected with Pamela to do this interview and it turned out that we had that in common. And then on top of that, our paths had crossed years ago. And I didn't even realize that, which is so much fun in this space to come back around and just to to make those connections. And and I absolutely love that. It's
0: so interesting to see how closely we were connected geographically. I'm just a couple hours north of you in Canada. And then having been involved in your community in the past,
2: sitting here today is an honor to be here. Oh, thank you so much, so much. So let's dive in. And, and you said G- GHL, which... I know what that means, Todd knows what that means, a lot of people might not know what that means. So tell us a little bit more about your business and what is GHL and, and what is your business model and how you work with people? So
0: it's High Level is the only one software platform that I work with and their domain is Go High Level so we interchange them. I actually started this journey into where I am today going back and being involved in a coaching program. And someone started talking about being an affiliate for another piece of software. And I was like, I think, I, I think that's who I am. I think that's where I belong. And I started on that path, got into it. And before that, I'd struggled so much. I moved from being an ESL to being a coach, not being able to get clients and social media, and then digital marketing. And because I had such a struggle getting clients, I was really good at putting websites together because I changed my brand 10 times, right? So (laughs) I got really good at the tech piece. So when I got into ClickFunnels, I realized that when I got in front of marketers, they had no idea what they were doing. I was just going to offer them the software, but they didn't know how to do a video or put a headline in or build it or do copy or any. And I realized I was pretty good at it. So I built a digital marketing agency and it went really big, really fast. Once I got a hold of how to get clients, and then just before COVID, I shut it down because I could no longer line myself up with the software and where it was actually going. I couldn't trust and put my clients' businesses on it, thinking it's not going to serve and hold what it is it needs to do for them. Because sure, we build a business, but we're doing this for our lives, right? We've first families, we have goals and dreams. So I closed it down and started working personally, closely with a company in Northern Saskatchewan to do some marketing. And then looking at making a change, coming down into Mexico, I went back out and took another look around what was happening and I found high level and became very proficient at it. And it took me a little bit to kind of give myself permission to be an affiliate because i got so many more skills. I couldn't do so much more, but yet, yeah, this is where I really love and where I really shine. So I help businesses get it set up And I'm not just any affiliate. I kind of run it like a digital marketing business still. Like my agency, you come in and you have access to me and access to my people. So we help build it and ride right alongside you. Because every business is so challenging to get off the ground, as we know. So they need help, not just the link to get started. So that's that gal piece that I was talking about. I'm like going to partner
2: with you. So that's what we do now is partner with people. And Todd and I, our very first success in the online space was with affiliate marketing. And so similar to what you're saying is if you paid attention for everybody who's interested in affiliate marketing and and just for definitions purposes in case, you know it's it's selling or referring people to someone else's product or service. So you don't necessarily technically have to deliver it. It's already there, and you just get a cut of the commission or the sale, which is great. But something that you're doing, and this is what really led and Todd and I to a lot of success and a lot of revenue in affiliate marketing, is that you're going above and beyond, mm-hmm. right? You're not just dropping a link that people are going to sign up for and just figure out on their own. You've added your expertise to it. You've made it a juicier offer. So it makes so much more sense to get it from you versus getting it directly from their website or for somebody else.
1: Yep. And, and I'd say that is one of the absolute keys to us being able to, and at the time it was, we you know, we went from, you know, just making about 500 to a $1,000 a month to like $20,000 per month wow. using that model in a very short amount of time uh, with a subscription-based software, right? So it was a software and then we were doing our own training and coaching on top of that for anybody who joined with our affiliate link. Um, and using that model, that's what, that's what allowed us to quit our jobs and, and you know, do this online business thing like full time was doing that exact thing. Um, and, and, yeah, I mean, it just worked. And even to this day, it works. And I think that, you know, what you're doing is just, you know, proof of that, right?
0: What I wanted to do was wrap a business around myself, my skills, and how I want to live my life now in this pace that in place that I am. Being able to move here and live here. And I cut my expenses on purpose so that we could then take that little bit of a dive, right? And go back up. And I think affiliate marketing is really the answer to so many businesses' issues around not being able to sell enough, is having partners. And High Level doesn't have a sales and marketing team. We are their people. And they will not cut the commission. They will only continue to be generous. So it's a really great place to plant. And I can trust that they're going to take care of the people that I bring. And it's just been a great partnership for me. It took I watched them for a long time. I went and visited them three times in person in Dallas to meet them, just to be sure that it was a place that I could put my, you know, I've got Courtney and Danica who's going to stop his design business to do this. I've got Kat over in Australia who's on her fourth pregnancy with a relationship that's breaking down that she needs this to work for her family. I'm not going to say here, build and... Sure, you can build a multi-million dollar SaaS business with no help. I wouldn't, I couldn't do that. That's not who I am. And nor would I want to put her on software that isn't going to help her because she doesn't have the six months back or the year back that she invests in it. So that's really what we stand for around here is is we really want you to win. Business will change your life. So we need to be sure that we're in the right place, the right offer. And High Level is a really great place to do that.
1: And I'll say that's a really important part about affiliate marketing because the value that you bring, like the reason why companies are willing to give you that huge chunk of, of their sale is because uh, that that traffic is valuable, right? That audience that you built and that trust that you built with your audience and then refer them to something, um, that's expensive. Like if a company has to pay for ads or pr- pay for the traffic, um, they, they're usually paying even more than what they pay you for, for that traffic. And so that's why they're, you know, that's why that affiliate partnership works so well for so many businesses is because, you know, they they only have to pay for it when they make a sale. So it's a win-win both ways. And what makes, uh, what makes an affiliate really, uh, really effective is when you go above and beyond and you offer those services on top of what they're already getting from the company. And, and that's, also what makes you unique right that's what gets people to sign up with you versus just going straight to the website or going to somebody else who's also dropping a link, right that's what makes them sign up with your link rather than somebody else's and so uh like i said like what you're doing is so awesome because it's like exactly what we did <laughs> when we first got started and it's you know it's, it's just a strategy that works and it's it's what i really love and, and uh also about you know being able to Uh, trust the company that you're promoting as the affiliate like that's super important as well because you work hard to build that audience you work hard to get those referrals and if you become known as somebody that's just dropping any link possible just to make a quick buck well you're going to lose that trust with that audience that you've built and that's where the value of your business is is in your audience and that email list that you built in that social media following that you have if you become known as somebody that's just in it for a quick buck and you're dropping any link possible just to make just to make some money people are going to stop clicking right so that's why it's really important as an affiliate that you're vetting these companies and that you're only referring people to to companies that you know and and that you trust are going to take care of the people that you're referring and that's something that like we get emails every single day asking for us to, to promote somebody else's product. We, we ignore most of them mm. because we don't know them. And if we don't, and especially if we don't use the product, there's no way that we're ever going to refer it. So it's one of the things that you have to keep in mind whenever you're doing affiliate marketing.
0: So true. Because I've been known as the GGL gal or the go high level expert for a long time. And people now a year, two years, three years later are coming. Mm. So they've been watching they're watching as well so if I'm like just quick and dirty and for the sale it's just it doesn't work and the reputation that I have as that person is just like any business I think we need to treat an affiliate marketing business just like any business it's so important to do the branding and the trust and all the marketing out front the biggest piece for me has been in the Whole brand is all about great things happen when women have money. Like this is what we stand for. This is what we do, and that lines up so well with the way that I do it. In the sense that you're just going to go pay for software that's not going to make you any money, right? So it's it's really important that they see that over time that that's I've got staying power. I'm here forever kind of idea, and that's really helped me become very well known and very well um admired by the company themselves they know they all know who i am and um are very show great gratitude for what it is that i do i've never seen a company um, where i can call the owners and they'll take my call right it's just such a great company to be around and i emulate some of the same values so i think that's also why we we kind of work well together But I think when you're choosing a company to work with, the alignment of values is very, very important. If you believe in the same values or it will, it will, it'll clash and it'll be tough. It'll be a
2: tough, tough run. So let's get in some nitty gritty. How do you find clients as an affiliate? That's a great question. So I talked a little bit earlier about
0: the kind of, I call it this little sphere of who I am and this little sphere of like gold and The pieces of it are really, really important when I think about going into the next phase of a business, et cetera. Who am I? Where am I? Where's the marketplace? Where's the avatar that I'm working with? What are some of the other offers? Where are things going? How much do I wanna work? How much money do I wanna make, et cetera? So I take a look at that. There's 20 different ways to build a business. I can still do door knocking, it would work, right? But is that the best use of my time? So I looked at my skills, and I like writing, and I love talking to people. That's actually how I really got started in this, believe it or not. If you want to detour for five minutes, I didn't think I had any skills. It's very sad. Oh, I weep for that lady that had no idea who she was or what she was good at, other than I knew I liked to talk to people. So I started the $20 lunch project little chart logo. It was like wonderful. And I would go to networking meetings and I would ask to take people out to lunch to interview them and ask them their story. And that's how I got to figuring out that coaches are really cool people. And I started out as a coach, etc. So I knew that that was a really great piece of me. And then slowly, as I kept growing into this business owner that I am today, I started to understand more about who I am and what I'm great at. And then partnering that with where's the marketplace. So I went to Google and I started looking up Go High Level and I went to YouTube and then I got into keyword research. And I thought, well, all of the keywords, like 90% of the keywords for Go High Level were still at a 10 or 14 in keyword difficulty. So what does that mean? It means in the Google sense of the, and YouTube, that it's not saturated. People are searching, but there's not enough results coming up. So I chose to do that because of who I am and where I'm at. So is that the best fit for everyone? No, I could still go into Facebook groups and get clients. Like it'll all work if I just don't like doing that. So I don't do that. So I chose to match me with where the marketplace was at and started logging December, January of last last year, January this year. I was doing two a week with the YouTube and I slowed down about September down to one a week because I didn't know, honestly, I didn't know when I started this, if it would work. I just went at it all legs in. Like I was just a consistency, consistency and consistency. And then that it started working about me. High level affiliate team reached out to me and says, "What do, what are you doing? Um, all of a sudden I was jumping a thousand dollars a month from like nothing. And I'm like, um, nothing? And they're like, No. I said, Well, I've been boring for six months. And it took that long to take off. Yeah. And I was astounded. And so that mixed with going out and talking to people and having those relationships, those are the two keys for me. Those are what matters for me. And I've decided now coming back from the high level event where I was able to speak on stage as one of their affiliates and I got an award which just blew me away I didn't I didn't know it would work like I just didn't know it would work and now I'm just doubling down on that and yeah. down on the blog got a, hired an SEO agency on the YouTube started a show where I like to talk to people so getting on more shows like this one and then I will do more in the personal relationship side because I went back and looked at what was working for me. So that's all I do. But yet, she's a full-time job. This isn't rich quick by any means. (laughs) But it's very, very rewarding because it's monthly recurring revenue. And my churn rate is less than 20%, probably one of the lowest in churn rate for affiliates. So I don't need, if I need 10 a month, next month I only need eight so to speak like that it's the math's a little more complicated than that but it's monthly recurring and it just keeps increasing
1: i like how strategic you were with the seo because a a lot of people don't say you know when they start creating content or putting content out there like uh you you know youtube google like those are those are the two biggest search engines in the entire world right a lot of people don't realize youtube is a search engine and when they start creating content you know, they're not always strategic about it, about, you know, what's the title, what is the subject matter, right? That doesn't even make sense. Is it saturated? And, you know, the, the fact that you went in there and you saw, you know, the saturation level versus the demand and, you know, you, you made that strategic decision and decided that that was a good uh, strategy for you to get started with. That's what I really love about it because, you know, SEO it, in a lot of niches is just not going to work. Not, you know, not if you want to, get results in six months right right um and and for some niches it's just not gonna work period because there's so much competition out there and so many big companies putting you know big dollars into seo and backlinks and everything else so I, i really love that about your strategy and then also layering in the networking and and everything else
0: i knew high level was going to grow as well so, we had the yep. foresight to know that I was in a little bit early. I wasn't in as early as some, but I knew I was still early and that the search volume would also increase. So, I was willing to invest long enough. It wasn't, it was strategic with a five year plan. Mm-hmm. It, in my other businesses, they grew really fast, really quickly, but this one, I wasn't as much in control of it because the search volume, but I just, I still know it's going to be the biggest company out there. Um, yep. Search, transfer, Kajabi, click funnels are going down and GoHan level levels going up. So it's right. watching the trends. So that's yep. part of that doing that research when you go to do something new. I always say to people, slow is fast. Pull back to do the research so that you can then move forward. Because many of us will do the next offer and create it and put it out without even talking to a single person. And it's really dangerous because it won't work. And the psychological trauma, I'll call it, from it not working or appearing like it's not working and doing that to yourself, ourselves over and over and over again, only we can
2: only take so much of that before we quit. That's so true. So having that foresight, knowing what the, seeing, analyzing what the trends are, but then also being willing to work for something to, twice a week for six months before anything really happened with it, that's tenacity. And that's huge. Huge, and most people will not stick with it long enough to get the results. And I think it's not their fault. And I'll say it because that because
0: Instagram is a what a billion dollar company built on feeding us the posts that are going to hit the dopamine. And me telling you that it took me six months of blood, sweat, and tears is not the post they want. They want ten thousand dollars a month in three months. So what happens is. We get out there and if it doesn't happen for us at that time frame, at that level, we think there's something wrong with us. And when I say me, we, I mean me, right? That without having enough information, if we're, we don't have coaches and we're not in the right rooms and we're not talking the truth with people, we think that that's the benchmark. And if I don't meet, meet it, then there's something wrong. So I pivot or I call it ping ponging. We just ping pong back and forth. I had been fortunate enough that I had built another business and I knew what this looked like and what it smelled like. And I'd had people tell me the truth about what this really looks like, right? So now if I know that this is what it really looks like, then I'll stay with it. But the first couple of times out, it's very challenging if we don't have support and if we don't talk to people who actually have made the money instead of showing screenshots and saying they've made the money because that's a very different game. So I knew it would work because I had the math behind. me, Search engine, numbers, consistency, my personality, I knew I was freaking good. I knew I was just as good as the rest of them. Right? Why would they not want? It's visibility. That's it. So I'm so grateful that I had the other businesses to
2: build with the the confidence and the understanding to build this one. I think that's just such a good example of, of people see overnight success, right? They see over. Well, and, and number one, we clearly just showed that it's six. It was six months before it got some real traction. But on top of that, she had multiple businesses and things going on before that, that she was able to build each step of the way. Each time she went at it, she came. She wasn't starting from scratch. She had all that experience beforehand that she
0: had learned and grown. And this is probably one of my biggest challenges that you'd mentioned that we could kind of touch on was me. Me. I was my own enemy challenge. It was all up, down to me, up to me. And Mm. when I finally chose that the goals, dreams, desires, who I am, my personality is not an effing mistake, then there must be something that makes this possible in the world, it's cruel, this doesn't make sense, why would I be so different than everyone else in that little town in Saskatchewan, right? Like, why would I be the one to want to get out? Why am I the girl that's living in Seoul, Korea with 10 million people living my best life? Like, why am I there and why do I think the way I think? It was torture for me to not just give myself permission to be myself. And that was the biggest key to all of this, was saying to myself, that if this is here, then there must be an answer or a way for this to be fulfilled. And that was the biggest and still is one of the biggest turning points in permission is I believe that this is available to me if I become the person who is there, that, that can hold that, that can achieve that. If I become that person now, I'm going to be okay. Okay. And that's always been my work, is in the believing that, first of all, I deserve to be alive, that I deserve to be here, that I deserve, and I'm not that weird one that's too loud, that's too whatever. That's the game for me.
2: That's been the game for me all along. I think that's something that I've I've touched on several times having conversations with folks, is being... Becoming the person who is successful happens before the success. Yes. That I could hand you a six or a seven figure business, but if you haven't grown into the person that can manage and handle a six or a seven figure business, it's going to tank. It will slowly die or quickly. Oh, so you cool. have to grow into that person first before you can have that level of success.
0: It's so true. Somebody, I was on the stage at the Level Up conference this year and I'm booking rooms for next year. We share a room with this really great lady. And she says, oh yeah, no, don't pay for it yet because you're going to be a speaker next year and you won't need a room. I'm like, huh? Okay, thank you. Like for about six seconds, I was like, oh, that's a possibility, right? And I said, I've had that thought. And what I am going to do is work to become the person that would be a speaker on that stage. Whether I'm there or not, that's my goal. With, because I didn't have the goal of being a speaker on the stage at high level. I did when I was in ClickFunnels, and I let it go. I never thought that that would be a possibility. It's not where I was headed. I had my head down, and I was working. So this year, I know it's the same thing head down and working, but I have to take it to the next level financially. I need to make more changes in my belief, in my love of myself, and in the worthiness of that small town farm girl, right, who had been traumatized as a child, right, had some really scary things happen. I have to work there. That's the next step to get to a place where I am in financial abundance versus we have great life and money saved and we can spend it on whatever we want. Like, whatever we want. I bought a $2,000 hairpiece because my hair's thinning as I get older. Like, who would have done? I wouldn't have been able to do that. Do you know what I mean? Like, that is absurd. Like, as a farm girl, like, what? Like, you don't mean, right? But now people are saying, like, that's silly, right? But it's not silly because it's something I want. But now, yeah, like, okay. But abundance where the money can just flow and pull up over here and shift and move and it's comfortable and that's the work for the next year is in that next level and I don't even know what that looks like because I haven't been there before right but it's what's coming up for me around
2: those pieces so that's the next step again for me so now you're doing really well with affiliate marketing um good residuals um uh, that you're you're getting from go high level. But on top of that, through your networking and stuff, you've brought in some substantial revenue yes. just from those those networking opportunities, correct? That's correct. So I'm very, very fortunate
0: that with that skill set, I learned really early on about how to work with people and talk with people. And I I'm fun to be around and I like people and I'm always interesting and things. So people generally, I've learned how to kind of be that person. And I get into rooms or on calls all the time. So everyone wants to work with me. So I built a reputation that I'm very, very good at what I do. So I was on retainer with four different companies as their like six level up kind of go-to person to build the software business. And that paid me very, 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 very well. So on, t- I had the two streams of income coming back from the high level summit. I let all the clients go. That's ballsy, right? So that, yeah. that, that, that I got enough mm-hmm. confidence, understanding, and history that I did it once before. I let go of all of the digital marketing agency to go here again, zero dollar oh. affiliate income to go up, and then now I and now we're gonna. have had a the affiliate's gonna keep going up, but the other has has dipped down because I have enough savings to last me a year if we if if need be, but it won't take me near this time right. to replace the income because it's monthly recurring. So it's just going to keep compiling. So I knew that I could do it. I knew where I needed help. Mm-hmm. I have a coach and I was really struggling with letting go of the clients and building the business because I was under the impression of this hard work. It was, I was out of time. I was overworked. And she says, what if we switched it from hard work to strategic work? Has like, speak. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> and she says, and it just dawned on me, hire the SEO agency, hire another staff member, then you're going to be okay. I was still trying to do it alone. That worthiness, that, the, like it just, it's a sneaky little, she sneaks in on me. So I was like, oh yeah, I can do that. And I cleared those two off. I listed the other tasks. Who who can I delegate to? What can I take off the plate? Oh, because I felt worthy enough now to not have to
2: hitch hard work to money. What? As a farm girl, you didn't. Mean- I know. Like that's 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 my upbringing, right there. <laughs> and it was twenty four solid, right? Duluth is like Saskatchewan. It's
0: cold. Animals can't yeah. get water if that thing's frozen over. Like. We're out and about, and we're doing our things, right? So, it's um that unlinking that, and
2: I don't know what I don't know yet. Next level, maybe there's another unlinking, but I'm open. So I'm curious when you go into content mode because you're creating a YouTube video with an, a correlating blog post every single week. How like walk us through that process, uh, like for the week, like you're gonna like how do you decide the topic? Do you script? Like, what's your process? really great question. So I've got
0: running keywords all the time that I've grouped together that will work and then thinking about the next piece, where is it that we're going? Mm -hmm. So the SEO agency is going to go towards the SaaS, software as a service, white labeling, go high level, go high level, very strong keywords here. The thing that I've noticed that no one's actually talking about or in is people need to move from other pieces of software over, right? So there are a lot of people out there talking about high level and there's maybe, I don't know the numbers on high level side, but maybe in other people, maybe it's 20 or 30% of everybody that's heard about high level has converted or they have chosen to join. But there's 70% of the population over here that is aware of high level, but hasn't moved. What are some of the reasons they haven't moved? One is complicated software. I got a whole onboarding system and team members that help with that. Then the other piece of it was migration. Mm -hmm. They need to migrate. And I've migrated people, but I don't think people know that I migrate people, that I know how to do that. So I wanted to put together a migration course for this year to start for, like about this time of year, I usually get ready for what's the next run. And as a result of putting that together, I went to ChatGPT right? So I use AI and I said, I'm thinking about putting together a course. What is it that you think that they need to know? So given to me all these topics and I started doing blog slash videos around migration, a five-part series to get me build the course at the same time. So I'm gathering information, getting the language around it, talking about it, gathering the pieces I need and putting them both together at the same time while the SEO agency is gearing up to have the posts ready for me at the end of the month. So that's how I do it. So ChatGPT and me, we're close. And uh, <laughs> we do that. And then the post is a lot more formally written. And the blog is more, or the video is more, my personality really comes out. And I'm very like... What are you doing on ClickFunnels? Kind of idea, right? Like how long? Like, <laughs> what, what are you doing over there? Like what are you what are you doing on um, press that their domain has gotten so dirty that it shut it down? Like what are you doing over there? Like stuff like that, right? So, um, I'm, my personally comes out a lot more and they're a little quicker, shorter. Get the point of all. Yeah. it's more of the what, not how. And then on the blog post, I go more into the how of doing. Doing it and yeah. leading up to the course, so that's this process. But in the past, it's been topics that have come up. Um, I actually started with a lot with the high level, high level, SAS, 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 and then I decided that I would start talking more to coaches. I thought, let's we've got to test, we've got to see, yeah. and those didn't do as well. Okay, okay, we'll switch. So it's a lot of playing with things and trying new things and having the courage to try. Yeah. So I did that and it didn't work as well. I also noticed that the SEO in September took a die because of the changes with Google. So there was, they want more real content. I was like, mine is real, but um, I just <laughs> meant my stuff wasn't as readable. So what you'll find with me is I'm an 80 percenter. I'm going to go out and do something at 80 percent. I blogged at 80% because if I waited till I could get to 90, 95 or perfect, I was never going to hit the road. Never, never, never. So I 80%ed it. Same with YouTube, 80%ed it. Like I didn't have enough time to perfect any of them. I just was getting out there and getting the data. So now the next year is about perfecting both of them. I hear someone who do one and I'm learning all the the YouTube, how to run better thumbnails, all of that, you'll see a difference. But it's about... I've got enough information now to make more changes and I was out of time because I had so much client work.
1: Yeah, that's you know taking that quick action and and you know not letting perfect get in the way of good like that is such an important part of getting the fast result even though you know 6 months, you know, <laughs> it, it might not you know a lot of people may not consider that fast. But that's pretty it's fast fantastic. to like place a full-time income, right, with a, with a business. Um And there's so many people that think they have to get it perfect on the first try before they they even take the next step. And that's something that holds people back so much when building a business. I mean, it can delay, you know, even getting that first paycheck, getting that first client, getting that first sale, it delays it by months, if not years, because you think you have to get it perfect.
0: If you go back and look at the videos, I look physically different too, right? Like I've grown into a different person and my background always changes. I'm always, uh, when we, we're on the move all the time in Mexico, and that's a really big piece of this. Like, we look at the house and go, where is the video background that's even remotely okay? Like, it's not that, <laughs> where did we put me, where um, I get a light in my face and, okay, yeah. that looks like I could sit at the kitchen table. Good, we're going. Like, we move into places based on video background, but it's not perfect to see a lot of people, really great lighting and all of that. I'm like, my message is more important. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm wanting to say. I used to say that about my spelling, right? If you're focused on the I before E and you're missing what I'm saying, you 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 don't belong here. Yeah, keep moving. This is going to bug you. you <laughs> I got something to say, and it, it doesn't matter how I say it, or if I get my English, my grammar. Um, yeah, it's so important to just go. Just go. You you cannot steer a parked car. Oh, that's a good quote. That's so true, right? Yeah. We want to try to figure out so that we don't fail. My coach taught me twenty five fails every quarter. That's your goal. Fail twenty five times. So this quarter, I've been too scared to do short form video. I'm not really. I think I'm not really good at it. But I don't know where my eighty percent rule all of a sudden went out of the window on that. Right, but. And then the reaching out and talking to more people. I, was, didn't know, I didn't know what to say or whatever line I'm telling myself about fear. And those are the two. This quarter, my coach said, you don't have to 25. I said, I can't really think of 25. But just go for the no. Go for the no. Go for the no. And I did that when I was selling. I just got on calls to talk to people. And I just assumed it was a no. It's great. It's great to talk with you. Anything I can do to help, let me know. Um, so, well, how can I work with you? Well, it looks like this. Would you like to move ahead? Fantastic. Let's do it. But he didn't have the energy around it that it was needy and right. It was just yeah, how can I help? How can I serve you? And that was my my friend. It still is in the affiliate game.
1: So for a lot of people out there may not be too familiar with uh SEO, you know, search engine optimization or strategies or even how to get started with that. Can you just go over just some really basic details about how do you even do that initial analysis of keyword research, co- uh, you know, competitiveness, uh, saturation? How do you determine all those things? What are some of the tools you use? What are some of the strategies you use?
0: So one of the things that people ask me when they come wanting to build businesses is this niche question, right? And I always ask them to take a really good look at their own environment. What is it that they do? Who is it that they know? Where did they grow up? Do they have a dentist as an uncle? Do they have uh, three children that they've homeschooled? Do they, you kind of hear where I'm going, right? Like really open up and write out everything that you know something about or know someone who knows something about it. Then the next thing that, so for me it was tech, it was high level, it was those sorts of things, making money online. That's really saturated. And I knew that one was going to be challenging for me because I'm not going to come out and say you can make $10,000 in three months. So I wasn't in that class. And then the next thing was really pay attention to how you actually do things on a day-to-day basis. How do you Google? How many times have you Googled today? What did you Google? How did you Google it? So for me, I'm having some things done with my eye, and I it was a full sentence into Google. How do I blah blah blah? Right? Or so when I do that, I look at Google. And I can see the ads up top. I can see the three pack usually, right? I can, Those are the three with the map, right? And then I can see the search results. And sometimes there's ads more down at the bottom. So I know if there's ads, somebody's paying for those keywords or that long keyword, that sentence, right? So I'm like, okay, this could be good. And then I just go in and start looking around. Who is it? What's going on? There are so many tools out there that you can then get into But the first piece is pay attention to your own search behavior. Are you someone who goes to friends and asks? Are you someone who doesn't and just calls up the first person you see? Like this stuff is really important because we usually attract our own people, right? Now I'm a searcher and I'll end up on page three of Google to find the right piece of information, right? Like I'm lost out there, but I'm wanting really good information. I don't always trust the first pages. I want to know like, mom in edmonton alberta canada like what did she have to say about the topic right so i'll do that and then the next piece is to go into software and do some legwork and start to understand some of the terms like keyword difficulty if it's in the green so lower it starts from one is easy to 100 is hard and you want to stay under 30 you can still work in those and then it'll show you who's ranking for those keywords and you click over and read their stuff how could I become say that differently or better or etc and then there's the backlinks or the linking to other sites that have a better authority than I do my domain right now is only at about a 39 domain authority which is 100 is high so you start out pretty low and then you build that over time and then google the longer that that site's been online and the more that it provides great content, Google ranks it higher. So you come up in the search results a little bit higher. So that's why this takes a little bit longer. And backlinks really matter. And I had a lot, but they were just quality ones is what I needed. So the SEO agency is gonna help me do that. Um, But it really is the first step directionally, just get pointed in a direction and then start to do some research and reach out to, there's lots of SEO agencies that will even get on calls with people if that's a route that they want to take and to start to understand that. I understood myself enough to know that I'm an 80 percenter. Like that's where I sit. I know a lot about a lot of stuff. Like that's my personality. I've got to know a lot about everything. So becoming that really refined, refined expert in SEO, I knew that wasn't me, but I knew that to get to the next level, because goalie level right now is here, it's gonna go here. I wanna be here, known when they're searching. So I knew I needed to take quick action, right? So to do that, I chose to take the money and invest it from here over to here to get that. So it was a strategic move, time and energy and money-wise to get that help. And SEO is, is a full-time game, but you can fumble like I did and still replace an income and get started. And build the habits, build the processes, build the people, build the surroundings, the environment that's needed. Because I've had to have a lot of strong conversations with a lot of people in my life to get the foundation for the time I need to build the business, etc. So that needs to happen on this same road. So that's why sometimes it doesn't go too fast. It's because there's a lot of things need to happen on the road. There's a lot of rocks and a lot of distance, right? And a lot of things can happen. So
2: yeah. So I'm curious on your next step. So you mentioned that you've got a course that you're working on about migration. Yeah. I think number one, I think that's really wise. I was just literally talking to someone today who really likes Go High Level, who's stuck on Kartra, cause she's got over a thousand pages that have to be migrated when she uh-huh. has. So the first thing is, no, not a
0: thousand pages because only two or three, it's 80-20 rule. So then is a tip for migration, I bet you three funnels are making money or three pages. That's all they need to bring at first. So it's called Migration Mastery and it's migrationmastery.com. It's not up yet, but it will be. Um, and it's all about how to strategically plan, move, set up, and then eventually close down the other pieces and how to do that without losing momentum in your business with minimizing downtime and protecting the data. So I've worked with businesses that can take a month and some it's a year, depending on how much is going on in the business and lots of money coming in. So AKA clients, leads, etc. So it takes time for them to filter through processes over here and bring them over here. But it's a great time to clean house. Right? Like moving to a new house, it's exactly the same. What are you going to get rid of? What do you need? Planning, going to the post office and doing the change of address. Like if you think about it, it's very similar. And it's so exciting as well to have a nice clean place to start again. And that's what the migration will do. And it's really important to understand that people holding on to All of those things—that's a scarcity mindset. If you really wanted, like, dig in on it, and that's the stuff we're going to talk about in the course too, is that if we, we yeah, there's there's build it again, try something new. It's you don't you don't have to hold on to that. There's more over here.
1: It's it's like you're a digital hoarder, right? Because the thing is, like, we, we just did a, a, a major migration of all of our systems uh, as well. And and that was the thing, like, I was looking... Because, what was it? ClickFunnels. They just upgraded from, you know, classic ClickFunnels to ClickFunnels 2.0. And, you know, had ClickFunnels given us the ability to just, you know, make the migration and everything was automatically there, we would have stayed with it. But I was going to have to rebuild everything from scratch manually in the new click funnels so like well if i'm going to do that i might as well see what else is out there and so we ultimately made a decision to go with with a different software system and what i found was just like you were saying like there's a bunch of stuff that we created that we don't even that we don't even use and it's like you know that was a great opportunity to just clean that stuff out or or you know just it's like yeah i could move it over but we don't promote that thing anymore like it doesn't you know, I, I don't need the numbers from it. It like, doesn't fit anymore. Yeah, like, oh. exactly.
2: It goes in the Goodwill pile.
0: ClickFunnels, <laughs> made have a thing there. Believe it or not, inside of high level, you could import ClickFunnels 1.0 funnels. Like we give you the ability to bring over ClickFunnels, but ClickFunnels wouldn't give you the ability to bring over Click
2: So I'm curious though, on your course, are you going to, what's your sales plan? Because obviously our expertise is really in core sales Um, And along those lines. So what is your plan for the Everybody that's my affiliate gets it. So I haven't got that
0: far ahead yet. It's got the makings of a sales page already just from copy and frequently asked questions and things like that. But I think it's an offer that even if it's a freebie out front to get affiliates for high level, that that's the stumbling block. So she's full of all the funnel builds and all of the workflows that you would need. Everything is built as well, all the templates, so, and all the training that goes along with it. So it's a full, you know, spreadsheets on how to organize all of those things. So I think it's a really going to be a really great course, whether or not I charge. I'm thinking anywhere from 97 to 97. I'm not, not even sure how it would fit, but. Um, it could even be an SLO offer as well with the course and then order bumps and
2: things like that. So I haven't. Yeah, and and the cool thing is, though, is that you have options because you've got the residual on the back end, right? Because you've got that affiliate offer that it obviously connects to. So there's a lot of flexibility.
0: I heard it said the other day that the ultimate self care for a business is this monthly recurring revenue stream because I'm able to confidently know every month that money's coming in, my house is taken care of, my family's taken care of, and it gives me a little bit more ability to risk or ability to take things a little bit slower, which is the way I think a business needs to work. We move too quickly into the marketplace without doing enough research. So we want to give it to my affiliates first and see if it's valuable, tweak it, What get some testimonials, did this help? And then we can go out into it versus trying to come out and sell it right away. So that monthly recurring revenue allows me that place to sit confidently
2: in my in my own household, I guess. So my own business, yes. So for our folks who love what you have to say, very interested in everything that you're doing, how do they connect with you? Where do they find you? So my website is my name, PamelaJoanDale.com.
0: And I have YouTube and everything. We'll, we can connect them down below. But if you look up your GHL gal, I should come up. Pretty much everywhere. So YouTube, Instagram, we kind of play a little bit over there, but YouTube's the and the blog are the big pieces for sure. And then we do have the level up show, which is our show around the real talk in business. What does this really look like? What does it really smell like?
2: And um we talk the truth. <laughs> No fluff, right to the point. I love it. So awesome. Thank you so much for being with us today. This was awesome. Um, It just, yes, uh, it was really, really great to connect with you. So thank you for all the wisdom and nuggets that you dropped on us today. We really appreciate your time. It's such an honor
0: to be here. And thank you so much for what you've done and what you've accomplished in the world and provide this platform for your people and to give me a few moments
2: to speak to your your people. I appreciate it. (laughs) You've been listening to the Digital Trailblazer podcast. For show notes and information about today's guest, head to digitaltrailblazer.com. Now, if you love this episode, if you got some value, make sure you leave us a review and subscribe. And be sure to share this episode with anyone you know who could use help to build their business. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.